You are listening to All Dang Up. Who that? Who there? Okay, here we go. Welcome to our new show, All Banged Up. Now, the bombhole is our normal podcast. It's basically about the guest. It's biographical. This is all banged up. It is, it's banter-based. Huh, buds? We just chop it up. Chop it up, back and forth, tell you some stories. Let's do this. We got a great show for you today. We got an interview with Joe Sexton, quick little 10-minute check-in. We have a prank call with Zach Hale that's absolutely hilarious. We talk resi talk, some of the best beanies in history that we've seen throughout time. Uh, We talk about some recent amazing snowboard clips. And lastly, we will be taking some calls from our Patreon members. All right, we're going to get into a little segment we call Ask the Intern. We have Carter, our 16-year-old intern here. Uh, He's been killing it for us, and we're trying to stay relevant. We're trying to stay cool. Are kids saying it's lit lately? Is that something you guys are throwing around? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sometimes you'll hear a little... It's lit. You okay. Know, out of the corner of the room, yeah. <laughs> out of the corner of the room. Yeah, you, you're hearing like they do it straight off in Travis the Scott style, yeah, yeah. huh? So you're at, you're at a party, somebody's in the back of the room, and you just kind of hear like a, it's lit, off yeah, in the yeah, distance. Exactly. I can okay. respect that. Uh, okay. What about no cap? Are you guys throwing out no cap? Yeah, no cap's a big one right now. Yeah? Do you, know what, it, do you know what it means? One. Yeah, it means like you're not lying. Oh, wow. Okay, he's even got See, that, that. That hat looks good, no cap. Oh, okay. Uh, he's you using it in kidding. context. You ain't kidding, dog. He's using it in context. I love that. Have you heard the new one, Bussin? Yes, of course, yeah. I just of course. heard this one yeah, last what, I don't night. even know what I heard, that means. I said what it to Chris mean? today. Yeah, no so idea. it's like, you know, you might be at like dinner, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, you take a bite. You're like, that shit's bussing. Oh, okay. It's really bussing. See, to me, it's more about bussing a table. Like somebody's yeah, going to bring you, like they're taking your plates away. They're bussing the table. Or I'm riding the bus to school or yeah. something. I'll be bussing my way there. But okay. now, wow, it's, it's, now it's snacks. It's a I mean, snack it, talk. It could work that way. Yeah. We got to make a note to use bussing to bussin'. stay relevant with the younger crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, then you might look chuggy, which is another new word you might not even know yet. I don't know that. Chuggies, people that are trying to look relevant. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not quite there. Is that a, did you just make that no, up? That's a real that's thing. That's a real word. Chuggy. Okay, Chuggy, we have to add Chuggy. that. Uh, now, also, I notice you, you uh, occasionally, you know, get baked, which is totally fine. Now, did I even say get baked? Yeah, we, so what do you guys use? Are you guys like, yo, let's, let's blaze up? What are you guys kind of saying? Well, sometimes you'll get a blaze, you know, blazed up or... Um, one I like to use is I'm deep fried. Okay, well, I've never heard that, dude. That's, That's fire. Level. What about the term glizzy? Glizzy? Glizzy's a hot dog. See, I, to me, glizzy's a Glock from my oh, area yeah. rep. Glizzy. But, you know, in fact, my girlfriend's uh, contact is baby glizzy. Oh, wow. Oh, baby yeah. glizzy. Baby hot dog. Yeah, baby hot dog. Wow, that'd be a good, uh, baby hot dog's a good rapper name, too. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Is, good. is that taken yet? I don't think so. I, I have not heard it. that one. There's little baby, there's w- duh baby, but I, there's no glizzy baby or whatever, baby glizzy. Yeah, no. I think Baby Hot Dog would hit. I would <laughs> if I saw like Baby Hot Dog's new single. I'm clicking on that. Dude, shit. I'm right here. Yeah. So we are getting into a new little segment of the show here, where we are going to prank call Zach Hale. Now Ryan Runke teed him up with an absolute meatball here, buds. He basically said uh, we have a scarf company that's calling. They got big money. Uh, they're Euro. They're kind of weird. So Zach is already kind of uh, down. He loves he loves money. So I'm sure he's gonna love. Uh, any type of company throwing money at him. And what's the name of the company? Gherkin Scarves. Gherkin Scarves. Okay. Here we go. Hello? Hello. Is this Zach? Yep, this is him. Hi, Zach. This is Dieter Rimhoff from Gherkin Scarves. Oh, yeah. Hey, how's it going? I, uh, yeah, I was expecting your call. Oh, perfect. Uh, how are you? 
I'm doing well. I am. Uh, I'm just in Utah right now. I was uh, just about to uh, get the day going and go for a run. And yeah, I was. Where? Uh, what about you? Where are you at? I'm in uh, Stuttgart, Germany, and the weather is very nice. It's 26 degrees or 76 uh, in Fahrenheit. Oh wow! I have uh, started a company. So a little bit about me. I uh, I made a lot of money in the Bitcoin. And, oh, uh, nice. <laughs> and, and trading altcoins, um, and I love it because it allows me to pursue my passion, which is fashion and action sports. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if your agent has um, given you a little bit of a background about us, but um, I am I am making a scarf, a three-meter scarf. Yep. And the company is called Gherkin Scarves. Okay. Um, and so we are going to make some from organic sheep wool and uh, merino wool. Uh, oh, that's awesome. And a tri-blend, which is a polyester cotton and rayon blend, which allows it yep. to drape across the body and fit nice and protect. Uh, it's more of a performance uh, scar for us. Um, so... What 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 led us to you is I really like your super cool personality and the way you look. Yeah, thank you. That you know that means a lot. Once we get everything in line, we want to do a super big launch and uh, promote it, make it super big. You know. Yeah, totally. And um, is it so? It, it's is it it's scar? Is it just scarves or is it like a face mask like performance stuff as well? For the time being, it's just going to be the scarves, but we can, we would love to work with you on designs and ideas and possibly make the masks. Yeah. Totally. And uh, performance stuff for the snowboard or action sports. Okay. You know, we want to make it work for you as well for us. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's what that, you know, that those partnerships are about is helping each other. Uh, another thing I want to tell you about is we have a goal to make the world's largest scarf for snowboarding or for uh, whatever, but we'd love you to be a part of that as well. And we'll get you, you know, it'll be like Guinness book of world records stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That'd be good. And that's, that's like, that's good marketing too for you guys. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, we, we, we are hoping to make it kind of sexy and cool for the snowboarders and the action sports. Hopefully we can get some other athletes, uh, in motocross, Skiing, skateboarding. Yeah. I, I I love the skateboard. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. I mean, well, Runky is definitely your guy. He has all those types of athletes. So, oh, perfect. Yeah, I like the Runky very much. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a good dude. Hailstorm, what's going on? It's uh, Grenier. How are you, <laughs> Andy Stone? Man, can you talk, brother? <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> You're going to just be draped in this nine-foot-long scarf, just airing down the mountain, huh, big dog? You've been all banged up, son. Welcome That's to Gherkin so Scarves. Sick, Welcome dude. to Gherkin Scarves. You kind of lost. You kind of lost. I was like, at first, I was like, nine-foot scarf or like world record scarf. I was like, oh, my God. You were in amazing. for the loot, dog. 
fuck yeah, I'm in for the loot, dude. I'll take, I'll take 30 grand a year for to wear a fucking scarf posted on my Instagram. I'm not scared. As, as would I, dog. <laughs> we may actually start up Gherkin Scarves for real after this. Cause, uh, who, who was talking in the accent? That was good. That's our boy, Pete. That's our boy, yeah, Pete. Buddy. Dude, uh, Dude, the fucking uh, I I like that I skateboard. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I, I literally I was like, I am selling my soul right now. <laughs> you're a boss, Hale. Hell yeah! Thanks for being what? our first. You're a boss. Thanks. This is our first time we're recording all banged up. We're uh, we got a bunch of shit we're doing like this, and uh, it, it was it's been a fun little conversation. So thanks for coming on. Now I think we should transition into another just crucial topic, which is is resi talk. Um, for you guys who are unfamiliar, the resi tip beanie, the sky high beanie, we are huge fans of on this show. Lately, it's been kind of depopularized. I'd see a lot of people wearing these really small, tiny beanies folded way up. Anti-resi. Anti-resis. There's a big anti-resi campaign happening. So I just wanted to go back and kind of highlight some great moments in resi history. Corey Cronk in, I believe it's a uh, moment. Or no, it's not moment in the arena. Arena. In Cold World. Uh, I can't remember which video part, but he's wearing this white resi tip beanie. It is just a classic. It's sky high. Never got a chance to throw a tape measure on this thing. I'm thinking probably... 14 inches. I, I was there. It was in Montreal. And yeah. yeah, I think you're pretty much on point 14 inches. Dude, it's bright white. It's just it's just a beautiful resi tip. Um, you know, they don't make them like they used to. They it's don't. Just, it's a great moment in history. It makes the shop that much better. I got to change gears into this Corey Cronk lifestyle clip. Now, there is a clip of him in this video part where he is walking through a flock of pigeons. And it is one of the best clips ever filmed in the history of snowboarding. We're it, talking it really is right. He's got the open coat. He's got these big baggy pants on boots untied. He's talking on a flip phone. The pigeons are lifting and uh, it's, it's just, it's, it will never be replicated. You know, if you look at a common day lifestyle shot in the snowboard movie, it might be a 16 millimeter shot of a guy throwing a rock into the water, <laughs> somebody walking through pigeons and they're lifting and that kit. It's just beautiful. It's, it's, I'll tell you this. I think it, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take a stance on this. I think this might be the greatest clip ever filmed in snowboarding. It's either Ing Ingmar's backside air. Seen or, around the world. Or Corey Cronk walking through pigeons. I'll tell you what, you put a shot of Travis Rice, a lifestyle him, on top of a beautiful Alaskan peak, or Corey Cronk walking through pigeons, I'm going to go pigeons every time. I'm going Cronk all Resi day. Resi pigeons every it's time. absolutely beautiful. What we have is the current events that actually matter. Current events from Stony Buds. We came up with a name for it. It's called BNN, Buds' News Network. Welcome to BNN, Buds' News Network. First order of business is uh, life in prison. What's the worst thing besides getting beat up and uh, losing your freedom? Uh, I've been told the food is horrible. Miserable. And you can only eat on uh, the times that they let you in the mess hall. And the food apparently is the worst food in the world, from what I've been told. So the inmates, they try to figure out creative ways to cook on their own. And uh, we got a little sneak peek on this on the internet where three inmates from Oklahoma started a hibachi grill in there. I'll tell you what, I love a good hibachi. A good hibachi. Yeah. And so these guys are actually in closed closed uh, circumstances, and the room is filling up with smoke. We have video of this. These three guys have taken their prison bed put an open flame under it, and uh, proceeded to cook uh, sausage, onions, 
peppers. Uh, they're having a beautiful time smoking a joint, talking about this is the real, I'm the real deal, holy field. Welcome to Cell Block C. This is how we're living. And they actually put it out Facebook Live so their friends at home can see how they're living. That was their first mistake. Kind of like Kodak Black when he uh, got in trouble for uh, holding guns when he's on probation. They pulled the the mistake as old as time, put it on Facebook Live, full on contraband. And the uh, word is, or the big mystery was how these guys get yeah, the how meat. Yeah, that's what I want. How do you how get, they the, get meat the meat in into prison? The prison? They, uh, a guard was having a cigarette and happened to tell afterwards that he saw a guy run up through an open gate and uh, three guys on the third floor drop a, a rope down. I don't even know where they get the rope. I think in prison, cigarettes will kind of get you anything. They still use that as the, oh, it's uh, like a currency. the barter. It's a currency. Okay, copy. Drop the rope down. This guy tags, ties a little bag to it, maybe a Smith's bag filled with uh, sausage, peppers, onion. These guys pull it, reel it up, basically. Boom. It's grilling time. Wow. And uh, in the video, the big issue was an open flame. The place is filled with smoke. I mean, the guards must have been in on it. I think everybody was eating. What else you got for us, buds? I have got giant hornets, a.k.a. murder hornets. Let's talk about these murder hornets. So uh, these things have been around in Asia for, okay. uh, I, I mean, as long as anyone can remember, I guess. But they never ventured over to the States. Recently, apparently, they've hit Canada and USA. These bad boys are huge, man. Like, what are we you, talking? We're talking. We're talking a good couple inch, three inch long hornet okay. with a stinger. That's some bad probably, Larrys. We're talking about some bad boys here. Okay. Okay. The problem with these, you know, they don't really mess with humans unless they're provoked, just like normal bees, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but unlike a bee that stings you once, they repeatedly sting you. So oh, they the keep getting. Yeah. Okay. You uh, keep your ep epipen handy if you are allergic. They won't actually kill you. The reason they're called murder bees or murder hornets is because they uh, their favorite thing to do is kill bees, honeybees. They break into their uh, nests and use their mandibles, and they can actually kill 40 bees a minute. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's hectic. And the problem with that is, man, bees, we need them. Pollination. Absolutely. We need the bees. So uh, the moral of the story, I guess, you see one of these bad boys in your area? Stay clear, man. So that concludes our BNN for this week, Bud's new News Network. Thank you for hitting us with those You're important welcome. topics, ones that actually matter. All right, we're going to do a little check-in with uh, Joe Sexton, a.k.a. J-Sex, the kid from Minnesota. Literally no one's ever called him J-Sex, the kid, but we should start that. Should we just intro with that? Yeah, intro it. See Grandy. J-Sex, the kid. How we doing? How we doing? <laughs> what up, Joe? He's going on, on the line too, bud. What's up, Stony Bud? You got a combo platter. I love it. Are you guys calling from the brand new, the brand new uh, headquarters? We're calling from the new HQ. Yeah, bombhole worldwide. Just, just been over the, over the office trying to dream up things to do to try to look busy. People around you. Yeah, exactly. I basically stare at a computer that's not even turned on and just kind of hit keyboards and like shuffle through notes and don't do anything all day. Just play. So like, bring me that report. <laughs> bring me that report and that stack of papers over there. I and I, that. I literally just bring them blank paper. But from the outside, you guys are just grinding away. Yeah, we're just playing like pretend business company guys. Mailman came by, comes by every day, asks if we have mail. We're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for the bomb hole? Let's see. Let's see. Nope, no bomb hole here. <laughs> Better luck next year. We're not even registered company. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so well, here's uh, one. A cease and desist for a song we use. No, just kidding. We got to dive right into a, just a hot little topic here. Uh, I, okay. see, I, I seen the kid out there on the ice with a piece of lumber in his hand, just <laughs> angling like Patrick Kane. Can we talk about yeah. the kid's just high threshold on the ice out there? Just 
looking like an animal. Well, what's funny is you know that you are doing something right when they, they people are walking up to me asking if I'm the if I'm the Russian hockey player. <laughs> they said they said I thought hey they say Dan they type me on the show Dan I turn around and they, and they see a public hat they're like oh no it's not Dan it's just somebody else but yeah that was uh. That was pretty insane. It was fun to get back out there. Dude, and I noticed the one thing you did with the piece of lumber, I seen you dangling, and then you went top shelf just for the people. You know, I got to slap went, some respect went, on that. Yeah, I went bar down. I went bar down. I, I didn't quite hit bar down the one they filmed, but there was a couple that were bar down. There. <laughs> I don't even know what uh, this means. I had, I only tried, it was only 30 tries. Let's get one more. Let me get one more. I got one here. Here we go. You guys good? Okay. It's like filming uh, a manual trick, basically, just out there yeah, for four hours, a manual trick. trying to bury the biscuit. Yeah. And then also, uh, we got to talk about fanning on the clapper because that was just a re- just teeing up a clapper, just full fan mode. Well, what I I didn't know what, you're supposed to hit a soft shot way behind the puck and have like it hits the ice first and then the force comes through the puck. I was trying to hit it like a golf shot, and uh, I completely missed. But yeah, I, I learned a lot that day. <laughs> I shot a clapper at our intern the other day with a Nerf. Yeah, Buzz, Buzz was doing a bat, he was using a righty stick and he was a lefty or vice versa, and he was uh, he's kind of a problem with the lumber. I used to when I was you, young. He went top cheddar. He went top cheddar. Huh, top cheddar, of course. Yeah, he's, I think he knocked the bottle out of the top shelf there. <laughs> knocked, the wa- knocked the water bottle off the top. <laughs> he lit up the <laughs> lamp, kid. He absolutely lit up the lamp. He absolutely lit the lamp. It was dangling. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I'd like to get out there with you. I'd like to get a piece of lumber, and then I'd also like to, uh, you know basically try to beat the shit out of you, have a little hockey fight, see how that goes. Well, what yeah. I would like, Chris, what would be really fun for me is if we dropped the gloves out there. Yeah, I would And we just kind of went for it, went went a couple rounds out there. That would be really fun for me. I'll tell you what I do. Personally, what I grab is a, a full bottle, all banged up, smelling salts. I'd probably whack about four or five of those things and just come at you <laughs> sideways. You might think I was on methamphetamines. <laughs> we're, we're possessed. <laughs> you might completely miss me if that's what you're on. That might be... I don't know. I might not be able to see. I'm blinded by the. I was blinded by too many smelling salts. <laughs> Have you talked to Dan? Does he? Does your brother? He's a pro hockey player. For the people unfamiliar, uh, does he whack the smelling salts? What's his vibe on that? I think he's done it. I know he's done it. Um, I don't know if it's like a common thing. I saw it a bunch in uh, in the playoffs, though. They showed the bench a bunch, and the guys are seeing smelling salts a ton. I haven't done it yet. Still, I got I got to swing by the headquarters and, and get some. I think it's common in hockey. I was just seeing it on Instagram recently on the bench. Yeah, hockey and maybe football. football. I don't know. It's just, what, what does it do? It just makes you more alert and you're all fired up? It's almost like there's there's any, there's any nothing you can't do once you do it. You know what I mean? Is it's that like, what it is? Yeah. It's, it's For like about the, 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> 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 then the crash is unbelievable. Yeah. Well, no crash. No crash. Yeah, no crash. It's unbelievable. I need to crack another one. Yeah, we got to get the kid out there, piece of lumber, uh, absolutely. Maybe a little bomb hole alumni uh, hockey game, see how it goes. We got to oh, redo like a That would be so fun. I would love to do like a boot, like a, just a full alumni hockey with all the guests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the all, guests. It's got, you have to be a guest of the show to come play. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Russell, Russell 66 like, next week. Me, me next to Russell and Todd Richards. And oh, my God. I'm Ooh. just giving him a pep talk about I just got to get a little more quicker out there. Russell Winfield's in between the bars playing goalie, just an absolute brick wall. He would be. Mm-hmm. He would be a brick wall. So let's uh, let, let's change gears into a couple other off-season things. I know, uh, you, yeah. I know you like to swing the wrenches. Have you been golfing? Have you been just uh, boomerang hook into the woods or hitting fairways? <laughs> what are we talking? I got a pretty bad slice right now with my driver. I'm starting to straighten it out. For me, it's ball <laughs> position and alignment are my two big bugaboos I got to work on. And uh, I'm out there at the range, and I'm 
I'm definitely putting in the work. Yeah, I've been I've been golfing a ton. It's super fun. It's a really uh, good for my patience, so I don't I work on you know not not wanting to snap the club head every time I hit a bad shot. Um, but a bunch of my buddies are getting more into it. like Brady Lem's been golfing and. And I'll go with like my friend Joe Murdis and all these kind of snowboard buddies who I used to snowboard with are now golfing. So we've been getting a good group of guys out, and it's, it's super fun. <laughs> Another thing we got to talk: we got it's summer. The kids been skating. Uh, how are the three flips going? They're all right. Yep. Uh, they're good. I, I honestly, I've I've probably been golfing more than skating, um, and that's kind of weird for me. But it's kind of a nice shift in in hobbies. And and skating's tough because I feel like every summer I roll an ankle or I tweak something. And going into snowboard season it always sucks to feel a little bit like tweak from kind of skating, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, I'm going up to Duluth tomorrow. We're going to skate a little bit and, and yeah, I'll still skate. I just don't have like the, I don't know. I'm not as like fired up on jumping down a stair set or something as much as I maybe used to be. That, that comes with age. I'll, I'll tell you. Who I don't even know. Yeah. It's a little bit of that. And just sort of like, I don't know, wanting to like this golf kind of hobby is, is fun to try to actually try to get good at something without tons of consequences, you know? Yeah, you got to be zen more so than uh, fired up hucking down the stairs. But yeah. I'll tell you, there's probably no one more relieved than the people that film you skateboarding, I'd imagine. <laughs> Jake Theron's going to listen to this and just be like, oh, finally. He's, finally, he's hanging it up. <laughs> so, uh, just kind of, I got a quick manual trick, Jake, I want to film. I think it should, it should only take about five minutes. It's a Manny, but then I want to do a flat cup trick before that. And then I kind of want to get like, a pole jam that's like a hundred yards away before that. So it shouldn't take too long. I really like my fit of my shirt. So can you just zoom in on the tuck on the way into it's important. <laughs> I love that clip, but my shirt came untucked. So how, how are we going to use this? We can't use the clip anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm just unhappy about the tuck. It's all, that's all. I guess we'll use it. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, no, no. I like the way you told it. It's fine. You did a great job. I'm unhappy with the tuck. That's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. So what's, what's going on? I know you got a public thing coming up. What's, uh, what's going on? With yeah. Public? Talk, talk to us. Yeah. Public, public's been great. Um, we're, we're right now we're shipping our season six stuff. So it's been six years. So all that stuff's about to get shipped out to shops and distributors and stuff. And that's, we're on a good schedule for that. Some this time of year is a little bit stressful with, I don't know, lining up logistics and everything like that, but everything seems to be going smooth. So fingers crossed that all goes good. We got a yeah, really excited collab coming out. We got a lot of video projects. We got a new team rider. We got a bunch in the. We're really excited for for this season to kind of show all that stuff and and release the graphics and, and everything. So yeah, it's been great. And then tomorrow we're going up to Duluth to do like a cool little pop up with some of our apparel that we have left and kind of make room for some of the new stuff. So all, everything's been good. I mean, you know, we feel like we're in a good spot and it's. Everyone's working hard, and I, I'm I'm happy with the way things have been going lately. You guys shipping on time this year, or what? Yeah, we shipped on time every year. It's, no, I mean, I'm, I'm just asking. Like, that's a big issue for brands. I don't know if you have shipped huge. in the past, but that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, we've had to like we we panicked. We've had to airship stuff to get it to. We feel like that's one of the most important things is delivering on time and showing that you can be a brand that they can actually count on, right? Like shops and distributors and stuff. So. We've had to make those calls and, and airship stuff before, but but uh, with this stuff, we're we're looking like we're we're way ahead of schedule. So that's what that's what we're really excited about. Got it. Love hearing that. Public snowboards. If you want to support a cool company, always go out and support public. They are fucking awesome. Now I did. Yeah, thank you. I, I did hear uh, a really cool sneak peek of the team rider. I know you're not announcing, but that's going to uh, blow the doors off of a lot of these people. I think that's a great pickup. So. 
keep thank, keep thank your you. ears peeled yeah. out for that, people. I'm sure you can't announce it quite yet, but can't announce it quite yet. But uh, people are probably familiar with him, and uh, and they will be a lot more familiar with him soon. He's, he's getting a lot of traction right now, and hopefully, yeah, we'll probably announce that in a couple of months. It's not a matter of like anything. We just want to have some stuff to go with it, you know, like have uh, you know have boards and have them riding the boards and getting coverage on it and stuff like that. It's kind of the only reason we're waiting, but we're excited for that. That's just cool stuff. That's like the fun shit about having a brand is like, I want to try to build this team and of people that get along and ride together and, and it all makes sense. And, and I feel, I feel like that's the stuff that we get the most excited about is doing things like, I don't know, like still building a team and building a, an aesthetic and a season and all that stuff kind of all falls in line. So, or, uh, yeah, we're happy with, with how things are going. Josh has been killing it, and Nick has been killing it, my two business partners, and, and we've just been having a blast, like, getting together, working on stuff through the summer, and, yeah, I, I can't complain. God, that's beautiful. We love that. So uh, one more thing I got to top, uh, I got to touch on real quick is, you know, we've seen, we've seen Joe Sexton with the uh, tall T tight pants. We've seen Joe Sexton, the hippie tie dye with long hair and a headband. We've seen yeah. Joe Sexton tight pants again. We've seen baggy pants. Or are we going to see a, uh, are we going to see a rebrand for this winter? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, definitely, potentially. I don't know. I mean, a lot can happen between now and then, right? So, you don't, you know how many videos and inspiration things I'm going to see that Explorer page on Instagram is that can fuck your whole day up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think, uh, I think it's definitely possible. And you know, I just have fun with clothing and I, I just wear what makes me feel good. And it's scary how often that changes and like, Oh, this makes me feel cool today. And, but I just kind of been learning to lean into that a little bit more and not, not put a ton of pressure on it. Like I, I have to be some image or brand. I'm just like, I like this today and, and I'll wear that. But, yeah, I, I feel like I feel a rebrand coming on for sure. Um, I got fingers crossed for a rebrand over here. We have maybe a, a pool of a couple of potential uh, fits, be you know, over here yeah. at the bomb hole. Maybe we, we're gonna get a little Venn diagram going with a couple of potential. What? Ads. what what about maybe. a super tight shirt with extra baggy pants? I, no, that's happening. I've, that's I've, I've seen of, that. That's kind of been hitting. That's yeah. kind of already. Yeah, that's kind of already hitting right now. What if instead of the liquid death, the wheel of death, it's like you spin and you got to land on an outfit and you got to dress like that for a flip? <laughs> I was actually thinking that's kind of how you pick your fits at the beginning of the winter. You just t- you just pick a bunch spin and you spin a wheel and see what it lands on. Oh shit! Rugby shirt, huh? No, okay. <laughs> rugby shirt again. <laughs> Looks like it's rugby season. That's a vortex. Uh, weird. <laughs> well, perfect. Oh, weird Sexton. sweater vest. Okay. Yeah, I do have a clip and a, a couple of clips and a sweater vest this year. I'm really proud of. So <laughs> we'll be holding our breath for those clips over here. Just uh, <laughs> counting the days till we see them. Well, perfect. He's gonna face palm himself. He sees those. God, that's awful. <laughs> Well, beautiful Joe. It's been a great little check-in. Um, thanks for, yeah. for taking the time and and uh, chatting with us. We really always appreciate yeah. that. So, of course, I'm uh, I'm always happy to talk to you guys. And I'm again, I'm super proud of all your guys' success, and it's cool to see you guys grow. And so, thanks for the call and keep up the good work. And we'll talk soon. We miss you, buddy. Miss you too. Love you guys. We'll Love talk you. soon. Love you, dog. Okay. Peace. All right. Later. Jay Sex the Kid. Jay Sex. <laughs> so I think we should get into our heater clip of the week. Uh, the one thing that I saw so far this summer that blew the doors off of the internet was Zeb Powell. He does he does basically 
a straight McTwist or front flip Japan off of a jump? It's hard to compute because it doesn't even look like a front flip to me because of the way he grabs, right, and tweaks. Dude, but it is. I think he. I think he thought he was in a half pipe. I think he thought he was going up a backside wall and do it. And he I, just. I can't even do the math on mm-hmm. it. Really, if you look at it, it's basically just a front flip Japan. That's it. Which is. It's a big day for front flips because, you know, uh, I've always been an advocate for the front flip, big fan of it. I get a lot of heat for that. It's uh, It's got a lot of haters. It's one of the most hated tricks. Doesn't photo well, I'll tell you that. Well, that one Sad. would. Yeah, that one would. That photos well. So big day for front flips. Huge um, day. McT- McTwist. I don't know what you want to call that. Uh, but yeah, that, that thing was the best thing I've seen from Mount Hood all summer long. Okay, so for the next segment, we're going to dive into a little section we like to call you're fired you're fired uh kind of a weekly rant um i'd like to start i I know i've heard i'm not the first person to talk about this but it's absolutely infuriating to me uh i don't know what uh, my girlfriend has an obsession with uh pillows so uh i don't know what we have we probably somewhere between eight and ten pillows she's one of those are decorating (laughs) pillow stacking you go to bed she's you got to take eight pillows off the bed to go to sleep and then she puts them on. There's no purpose for these pillows. They're desi- they're just sheerly decorative. Huh? They're decorative. They make no sense to me. It's like she's got an addiction. Like every time she goes she goes out to get a sandwich, she comes home with a new pillow. Oh no! And your guy who makes your bed every morning. So every morning Dude, it's, it's pillow placement. I mean, I'm not. I, I, I'm fed up with these things. I leave them on. I leave them on the side of the bed. Uh, but she <laughs> she always likes to find a place for these pillows. It's infuriating to me. Uh, Buds, you got a year fired of the week? I do, man. I was, you know, You're I've fired. I've been working at home for about 20 years new to commuting down to this office and uh it's kind of nice man i enjoy it after being locked up in the crib so long i'm driving home from work uh three three days ago or maybe it's friday and uh just cruising along, listen to classic rock. I kind of switched over from hip hop. Oh, you're going recently. classic rock. Going classic Respect. Rock. I love yeah, that. Kind of mix it up. I've been on that for like three weeks now. Mm-hmm. Cruising along, traffic's kind of building up. I look up. There's this giant horse trailer. <clears throat> what, are talk, what are we talking? We talking Tom Petty? Trailer. No, Tom Petty. Do you know what, uh, what was on? I think maybe cre- cre- what I credence? was feeling there was some credence. Uh, little Guns and Roses. Oh, GNR. You know what's funny? Okay. Classic rock's kind of changed too because now like Offspring's on there. And- oh, is that classic rock? And- it is oh, now Jesus. apparently, dude. Old, like all God. sorts of weird things were on there. Just like, okay. all right, is this classic rock? Yeah. It's okay, so back to the horse strange. trailer. Huge horse trailer, packed with horses. I'm looking at the beautiful horses driving. Like, oh, this is nice, dude. Look at these guys. And it's very uh, a lot of holes in it because it's so hot. I think that's the way it's got to be. Um, I just see a tail go up and shit spray out of the side all over the next car in the lane. Projectile diarrhea. Projectile diarrhea. And it, did it land on a vehicle? Dude, it landed on a vehicle. And basically, I'm, I'm thinking that guy in the car, who hopefully is listening to the weather, it's all partly cloudy with a chance of shit showers. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to, uh, I, I got to corroborate this story because Buds was so excited about this. He actually called me and uh, he was losing his shit Dying. in the car. Cause it, it, it's, it would be a, it's, it's almost like you're a double like, rainbow. Yeah. This like doesn't happen. This right? is something you, you pray for. You, <laughs> you wake up every morning and you pray to see something like this on the highway. Imagine and, if your window was open. Oh my God. Yeah. Just full. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So to the beautiful. driver of that car, let's give him, should give an air, let's give him an air horn. Yeah, give him an air horn. Let's, let's take our first Patreon call here. Hello. How's it going? This is uh, Stony Buds and Grand Diesel from the bomb hole. How are you? Oh, doing well, man. How are you guys doing? Who are we talking to? You're talking to Rob Z, man. Long time listener. I guess first time caller. Beautiful. You, you got any questions yeah. for the, for the new show? So, uh, yeah, dude, I actually just got a question over. I talked to you. 
uh, question I had was, how long have you guys known each other? Um, and where did the idea from the bomb hole come from? Was it like inspired from other podcasts? I think we've known each other just through snowboarding. Uh, as a photographer, I linked up with Chris on some trips. I want to say uh, our Finland was our first trip, but we met in Salt Lake City. Finland was about 2000 and, uh, gee, 16 maybe. Chris yeah, had work. long hair, total different dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we've sure. known, known each other for a while. I think the idea for the podcast, I think a lot of people have the idea to start a podcast. It's not uncommon. Uh, originally, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I was going to start one a long time ago, but I was still too in the mix, I felt like. And uh, as yeah. I got on the back nine of my snowboard career, we'll call it, I started linking up with Buds and the, the banter in the back of the van when we'd be driving on trips would just be phenomenal. Uh, and I thought that we had a good dynamic banter-wise, and I've always felt like, uh, you know, you'd we'd make a good team on the mic and then we just, um, we, we basically put out an episode and didn't know if anybody was going to like it. We figured if nobody likes it, we just won't do it. And turns out people liked it. So yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of it. The Benny, the Benny episode was sick, dude. Um, I think, it's, I think the coolest thing that you guys have going on is it's, uh, it's so much more than a snowboard podcast. I mean, I've, I've got, I've taken suggestions for fucking great literature and, um, dude, it's, you guys are doing a dope thing, man. Definitely really cool. Thank you. Love to hear that. Well, we really appreciate it. Yeah, we got a ton of other calls we're going to keep taking, but thank yeah, you. Man. Thank you so Get much. We really appreciate it. Dude, what a trip to get a call from you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Peace, up. man. Have a great day. Later. See you later. I guess he's one of them. Hello? How are we doing? You're talking to the Bombhole Boys. What's going on? Oh, Chris Grenier. How are you doing, man? You also got Stony Buds on the line. What up, my dog? Stony Buds. How you doing? So good, my so dog. Who are we talking to? Where are you calling from? You got hot licorice here in South Lake Tahoe. Hot licorice. Love that. It's great handle. Where did that come from, <laughs> by the way? Uh, it's actually a um, an old golf pro gave it to me. It's referring to my golf swing. Long story. but Hot licorice in the golf swing. I love that. <laughs> it's so smooth. It's like hot licorice. So. Woo. I'll tell you what yeah, I'm going to take. That, I'm going to take that terminology and, and pass it off as my own and not tell anybody I stole it from you. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Yeah, so, hey, guys, I was kind of wondering. Um, originally from the East Coast, small town in Connecticut, um, I was curious what your guys' breakout moments were. You know, I've been following Grenier's career my whole life. And, uh, you know, Stony Buds, it sounds like you've been around the block a little bit. I would love to hear it. You're a flatlander, huh? A bit, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> Isn't that what Connecticut people are called? In Vermont, that's what we would call you guys anyways. I don't know. I lived in Connecticut well, for a little while. Vermont, Massachusetts, I've heard it all from you guys. <laughs> yeah, you kind of uh, you kind of get the the butt of a lot of the New England jokes. Apologize for that. Um, that's right. As far as breakout moment, I've never been in the hot seat for a breakout yeah. moment question. I've asked it a million times, never actually thought about the answer. Uh, Buds, you got something here? A breakout moment. You know what? I do. My breakout moment. Uh, I started shooting photos, and Pat Bridges got me to shoot for Snowboarder Magazine. And I was finally, back then we were shooting with film, and that's really expensive, especially if you're trying to shoot sequences. So I would get bundles of film in the mail. And know my photos were going somewhere. And so, and to me, that, that was making it. Having, uh, especially once you see one of your photos in print, I mean, that's it for a photographer. Mm -hmm. Can I follow that up and ask where you saw your first print? What magazine? In the mag, yeah. Yeah, it was in uh, Snowboarder Magazine. 
And, jeez, uh, what was the? I want to say it might have been like Bobby Meeks or something. Yeah. This is probably Sorry. this is probably in like the 1400s. I imagine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Dude. Yeah. Like they took a horse and buggy to the spot. I believe <laughs> they had to draw because they didn't have printing figured yeah. out yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a portrait drawn. He's talking about of the spot. Well, I got to be honest. Over the years, I've had a lot of photos published, and so it's kind of hard to remember. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, well, that's cool. But that's all cool. of them were important mm-hmm. photos, and all of them were fun to take. But yeah, I think it was Bobby Meeks at Brighton. Might have been my first image, and it oh, was a sequence. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and then for, for my snowboard career, if I'm thinking about it, I uh, rode for Academy Snowboards for a long time when I was younger. And then I went to a contest that Hava Fernandez put on. He was the marketing manager over at Copper. And I ended up winning three grand at this rail jam. Hava kind of uh, basically put me on Solomon Snowboards because he got the job shortly after that. And kind of once I got on, signed on Solomon um, and Jed and I, we went and filmed this, this video for get real, uh, which is like the trans world video. So kind of filming that video part for me, that was the first big opportunity I got. And that kind of changed everything as far as the trajectory of my career tried really hard in it. Um, so yeah, I would say the get real video part would be my breakout moment and Hava Fernandez being a big part of getting me in there, Joe Carlino making that and filming with Jed and stuff. So, yeah, that's awesome guys. Well, yeah, I just wanted to call in and, and show my appreciation for what you guys are doing. Um, it's uh, meant a lot to, you know, not only myself, but a lot of us out here. Appreciate it a lot. Hot licorice. That means a lot. And again, I'm going to take hot licorice and I'm going to use it in my circle of friends and I'm not going to give you any credit. So thanks again. Um, I'll, I'll keep an ear out. All right. Beautiful. Thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. Hello. How we doing? It's the ball mole boys. Uh, what's happening? Where are you calling from? And what's your name? I'm calling from Ireland, Belfast, Ireland. Wow. The luck of the Irish. Uh, yeah, I know. So, uh, you got any questions yeah, for good. us today? Yeah, um, for both of you, if you could pick uh, one day, either like behind the lens or in front of the camera, just on snow to relive, what would you pick and why? If you could pick one moment, you want to take this one, buds, but oh, like it? your favorite kind of photo you've taken or a moment behind the lens photo I've taken a favorite like, moment. Jeez. There's a lot of them, but you know what? We just moved into this new office and we put this giant photo of Mark Frank on the wall. Definitely very memorable oh, yeah. photo for me. We were in Japan. I think we partied all night until 10 in the morning, went back to the hotel, finally got a little sleep, woke up just as the uh, enough light, to uh, search around and get one thing done. Marco jumped off this huge cliff, very hungover, and uh, shot it with a Hasselblad camera, which is always a little bit more fun than a Digicam. And uh, LeBlanc was with us, Marco, uh, amazing crew, Cole Taylor, FODT. Just a photo that kind of sticks out as one of my favorites of all time. So for me, that was one of my my favorite days shooting. That's a beauty. That's awesome. Yeah, for me on the other side of the lens, I think um, I filmed for a next game's real snow segment a few years ago. And um, yeah. basically there's this one trick I'd been obsessing about for a long time for years. And it was a front 180, and then you land on a wall ride and you do like a switchback rodeo off the brick wall. And uh, yeah. it was kind of special because I'd helped Louis Parody, you know, in his years, he's had some success in real snow. I'd helped Frank April. And then, you know, those guys were there helping me. Um, 
that day and, you know, didn't think I could actually do that trick. Didn't think it was going to work. And when it worked, I was psyched. And then I carried that momentum and got another trick. It was just like a two trick day. Uh, and I don't know. It's just one of my favorite tricks I've ever filmed. And, and it was a cool one. And you ended up getting a gold medal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. No, that's what they keep up the good work guys. I look forward to it every Wednesday. Love it. Beautiful. Okay. We'll talk to you. Yo, bud. Yeah, we're speaking with Lane Knack, who's a recurring guest as well as a Patreon member. We're taking Patreon calls. What's going on, Lane? Hey, Chris. How are you doing, boys? Stony Buds here as well. How you doing, big dog? Good, good. Yourself? So good, my dog. We're taking some questions. You got one for us? Uh, yeah, I was wondering, uh, when are you guys going to have a special guest host to interview the two of you? Um, and I put you guys on the other side of the saddle. So, uh, yeah, just curious when you guys are thinking about doing something along those lines. Stony Buds episode 100. <laughs> so we're going to put him episode 100. So I think you'll be episode 200? Yeah, that, that works. There we go. I guess there we got we that. Go. I'll be episode 200. That works. 100's coming up, though. Damn. Yeah, true. Hey, you guys are going to be there real soon. I like to think we <laughs> give a little bit of ourselves each episode, mm-hmm. and eventually you'll know you our full do. story. Question for you, you Lane. Do, and Who should we have interview us? Ooh. Todd. Richards? Ooh. That's a good yeah. one. You read my mind. <laughs> that is a really good one. He would do a great job. I got a question for you as well. Did you go to Goonfest? Come on now. Hell yeah. Of course. Honestly, that's a stupid question. Yeah, that is. I didn't know he's got a kid. He's, <laughs> that is a really dumb question. You're right. I'm going to uh, hide under the desk now the for a little while. <laughs> we didn't last that far into the evening. Oh, valid, valid. It was, uh, we had to leave early as our kids love to melt around six o'clock in the evening. Mm, so does Chris. Um, yeah, of- we have the same tendencies. <laughs> that's when I start shutting down as well. Um, laser, we got to take a bunch of calls. We're going to keep ripping through these. Thanks for, for uh, picking up and being a Patreon member, and also just ruling in general. Sweet. Well, thank you guys for checking out our first episode of All Banged Up. Uh, Zach Hale, real trooper on the prank call. What <laughs> a champion. I can't wait to see who we get next. Oh, dog. yeah. We got some heaters. No one is safe. In the chamber coming at you. We got a few preloaded. Well, sweet. And thank you guys so much for checking in with us every single week. And uh, we'll have some more All Banged Up episodes coming at you. We're looking at monthly right now. Um, so You know what? One other thing. This show is basically brought to you by the people, man. This is. Patreon only. We got no sponsors here. It's the people. Podcast funded by the people. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Over and out.